Welcome to Parks and Rec episode 98. We have that 100 episode mark in our sights. But for now, we got to play a little basketball because it is season six, episode two, the Pawnee Eagleton Tip-Off Classic. This one directed by Nicole Holoff Center, written by Alan Yang, and originally aired October 3rd, 2013. I'm Joey. I'm Haley. And I am Sean. That year is important now that I know because a couple characters make some appearances. Ooh. I'm like, when was this? And when... Did they have time to be on this episode? Okay. <laughs> well, I assume the filming was probably over the summer, but certainly right yeah. at the uh, the height of villainy for one character. What are we talking about? <laughs> oh, we're talking about from this episode. Yes, we will, we will get to all of that eventually. But first, got to go through what we're drinking. And the drink of this episode is Milam and Green bourbon whiskey, which I did a tasting of uh, a couple weeks ago got some bottles, and learned how to make real simple cocktails. And I'm talking two things, bourbon and then an orange peel or a grapefruit peel. And you just peel off a little bit, you spritz it, you plop it in. Phenomenal. So good. Oh. It's the simplest of cocktails. Well, I guess the alcohol plus ice would be slightly simpler, but one could argue that's not a cocktail. Do you put ice in this one? Yes, it's recommended to put ice, but you don't need to. I have questions because I'm drinking water. Sure. Okay. What's your question? <laughs> the questions I was asking. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I I guess that was unclear, even though was not. Clear. I had just no. asked the questions. No, it wasn't clear. But in any case, Sean, you are leading trivia for the first time. Ever? I, I believe ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And six seasons, baby. And we'll have to see if you can keep it up. I thought for a second that you meant that he was going to be the one triviaing us. And I was like, what are we doing? Hold the phone. But no, you just mean he's kicking my butt. Sean, you are not giving trivia today, which would be, whew, I couldn't handle that. I don't know how we all do it. Did your phone just go off? Yeah, you yeah, sack sorry. Of shit. No, it's fine. All right, trivia. Trivia, yes. Of course, we are still debating what the loser will receive slash the winner will receive of trivia. And by that, you mean we just really haven't discussed it. Yeah, we've, we've uh, thrown around. We bandied some ideas last week, some rotten tomatoes, uh, some fresh tomatoes. That's really all we've got so far, but we still got a long season. This is a full <laughs> I don't think either of those season are fun. of episodes. It's not uh, truncated like season seven will be. Ooh. I guess it wasn't really truncated. Eh, it was truncated. It was 13 episodes. It's shorter. But anyway, Sean, your first question. Is it a two-pointer? truncated mean? It's a two-pointer. <laughs> okay. Well, just, if you know that answer, you just got half of it. Uh, what does truncated <laughs> mean? And use it in a sentence. Uh, no, your question is... What are the Eagleton oranges made out of, and what are they valued at? Ooh, ooh. I feel like if I answer partly, then Haley will be able to finish it, unless she already knows it, because I do not know the full answer. It's some kind of crystal 
that's worth $750,000. Am I allowed to answer? Haley is allowed to answer. Swarovski. Why can't I say it? Swarovski. I can't say it. But they, it's it's uh, Swedish, right? Swarovski. I swear I've said this word before. Swarovski crystals. That was so bad. <laughs> yes. Excellent work. Uh, I had it jotted down that they were worth seven hundred thousand. That's what I was thinking oh. as well. Oh, seven hundred. Sorry for spoiling okay. your answer. Yeah, that's what I remember I as well. We'll give Haley a point. Yeah, that's confusing. Yes. Okay. Not confusing. What's number you two? Answer. Uh, Haley, your question, your first question, also also a two pointer, a two pointer. But I don't have to say Swarovski. No, anymore. you don't have to say Swarovski anymore. Very simple. I believe these words should all be easier, but we'll see. Ron Swanson mentions that the Swanson family has only ever subscribed to two magazines. What two magazines are they? Uh, One is Ebony. That is correct. Sweet. And the other one, I don't remember, but maybe it was like... Like a woodworking one. That is incorrect. Ebony is is right due to a clerical er- error, but they ended up liking it and kept it for at least a year. Sean, do you know what the other one was? Reader's Digest. That is correct. Dang. Sean making a push a la... I'm still, I'm still losing. The Dallas Mavericks in the 2011 finals. He will yes. attempt to finish off this comeback, though, even though he is down 2-1 right now. Sean, your second question. What does Ben... Call his calculator. Damn it. <laughs> I don't remember. I just know that Chris threw it at him. It's Mr. Something, and it's his calculator. He didn't name his calculator. Yes, he did name his calculator. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Mr. Pushy Buttons? I feel like I could give you half a point for that. It's actually Dr. Buttons. Oh. It does have a PhD. Doctor, probably in accounting, but unclear. Yeah, I thought buttons was in it. I thought there was more to it than just buttons. No, super simple, Doctor Buttons. All right, Haley, your second question. I guess we'll give you half a point for that tentatively. I don't know. No, no, (laughs) we'll figure. No, we'll see how the rest of the trivia goes, and then we'll we'll determine if we needed that half a point. Retroactively, (laughs) award your point. That makes sense. Does it? What does Ben call the auditing duo of himself and Chris? Dang, I know what it's modeled after, but I don't know what the fake name is. <laughs> Sean, do you know what the fake name is? No, I was eating at this time. <laughs> I was too, dude. We all were. I was nomming. Um, Yet some of us Sam. listened. Can I get a half a, a credit on this one if I can tell you what what they're what he's nicknaming from? Maybe. Okay. Well, we'll it's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, but he calls them like Butch Accounting Guy and the Mathematics Kid. We like, can probably give you half a point for it because he it's just Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, he doesn't do I don't know who the kid Sundance. is. Yeah, I guess Chris uh, is probably the kid. I think Ben is the kid. Uh, well, because oh, yeah. he's the younger one, but maybe That's not. True. And they're both doing accounting. Yeah, I guess they're both. Actually, auditors. I don't know. You just never see Chris doing it yeah. outside of when he's auditing Pawnee or Eagleton. So we can give you a half. We can give you, uh, you have two and a half to three points. Okay. Somewhere in there. Sean, your 
Third question. I can tell you who's in the movie. Ari Lass. Whose face has been on every bib that Anne has ever seen? Dale Earnhardt Jr. <laughs> that is correct. Which is so weird. But yeah. And the wonderful. lady at the store is perplexed by that. Yes. Not a common thing in Eagleton, but all over uh, the no, place. No, she's not in Eagleton. She's in... Um, oh, yeah. Bloomington. Bloomington. Yeah. I'm sorry. All these tons. Yeah. Haley, your final question. And Sean, you still have a chance to steal if Haley can't remember. Mm-hmm. Who does Eagleton have on retainer? Michael Buble? That is correct. Oh, for a second, your face. Haley, I thought you're, I was wrong. And I was like, dang. Haley, tying it up. No, that's just my sad face. Oh, General okay. sadness. <sighs> well, Haley. Joey. You've tied up trivia. One apiece. It's a long season, so everything could fall apart. But right now, we're tied. And that's thrilling. With no sports on, this is the most exciting thing we've got. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So, Sean, what happened this episode? Oh. Lick, this, lick your wounds and get us back on track here. This episode. <laughs> He's this actually episode, licking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this episode. Give me a reminder what the code open was. Da, 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 da. Was that Ron? Oh, yeah. Was that the Reader's Digest? I so thought that Ron... was the apples and the oranges. Oh, yeah. Maybe it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apples and oranges. Oh, yeah. Because Leslie makes jokes. Guys, okay. That was so long so... ago. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, Eagleton and Pawnee are about to have some tip-off. The, the annual high school high school yeah. basketball game. <laughs> high stakes here. High school. Uh, high school basketball. I guess it's a rivalry, and they have uh, wagers. And Leslie uh, is losing in a recall count, and so uh, I guess a little press conference before this basketball game. Leslie's gonna take some digs and make some jokes at Eagleton to you know get because Pawnee hates uh, Eagleton, and so she's gonna try to earn some brownie points that way. Ooh, brownie sounds so good. Right <laughs> Anyways, um, she uh, so. Uh, and so Ben put some, you know, some jokes in her speech. Uh, and the Eagleton representative is uh, actored by Kristen Bell. Actored by. <laughs> actressed by, played by Kristen Bell. Who Ingrid DeForest. Ingrid DeForest. Always has such great like, names. What? Elaine <laughs> Shellstrop. In, uh, or Eleanor, Jesus. Eleanor Shellstrop in The Good Place. The Good Place. Uda. Whatever her last name is, and party down. What else? Uh, name, name another one. She's in House Sarah of Lies Marshall? as well. I believe her name is Regina Cumberbatch. Yeah, Sean. Forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> she's Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah, she's Sarah Marshall. <laughs> what's the show? And in Get Him to the Greek. Yeah, she's also she's Sarah, Sarah Marshall. Marshall. But what's Still Sarah Marshall. the other show where she's like playing an actress? Doesn't she have a different show? I don't know. And she like. Don't she like see the dead in some sort of show? Veronica Mars. Yeah, Veronica nice. Mars. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's Jeannie yeah. Vanderhoeven in House of Lies. <laughs> Vanderhoeven. Solid names. Solid names all around. Kristen Bell. She only that's how Ingrid. she determines if she wants a part. <laughs> just looks at the name. It just no. she like doesn't it. have to review the script. No. <laughs> well, that come that's that's below. Hmm. Top priority is do I like the name, and can I get it changed if I don't. Ingrid DeForest. I'm sure she came up with that. One. <laughs> we want your name to be Ingrid. 
Well, could it also be DeForest? <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, so Kristen Bell's here, and she's representing Eagleton, and she's super nice. She's not as condescending about Pawnee as the rest. Well, she's like, you know, kind of backhanded compliment in a way, still condescending. Yeah, but she Pawnee. definitely does seem to be much more lighthearted and not really in the whole rivalry as far as yeah. like some other people we have seen. Right. So, yeah, Leslie's, you know, kicking jokes and said, oh, if uh, if Eagleton wins and Pawnee will have to give them some apples and uh, the apples do not have pesticides, even though Ingrid's, you know, looks at it funny, frowns at it like, ew, pesticide. Like, no, she says, no, there's a worm in it. Uh, so there's none. <laughs> uh, and then but then um, Kristen Bell says. Well, if Pawnee wins, they can have some of these oranges, not to compare apples and oranges. And there are the oranges that are $700,000 and some sweetest name. Or whatever <laughs> Swarovski crystals. Yeah, whatever y'all said. Um, then we have the da-da-da-da. And then, so the plots are, Ron is upset because he received a magazine, but just like a... Like one of those community magazines, I guess, or savings magazines. It was the Penny Saver. Newspaper. The Penny Saver. Who is Penny Saver? (laughs) And how did they get my address? (laughs) In uh, my most vivid, like, connection to Penny Saver is that's how, in Juno, that's how she finds the parents for the baby. And it's like a big scene where they freak out and the mom's like, in the Penny Saver? So it must be something that's just, like, available to everyone and really inexpensive. But. In the northern country, yeah, maybe that's yeah. I feel like I don't, I don't know if I'm sure we got it. In, I don't know in Chicago. Well, that's up north. It's certainly familiar to me. Yeah, it's just like a free circular that gets sent. And maybe we get sent with comparable things down here in Texas, where yeah. it's like the green sheet brings you buyers. Yeah. yeah, so it's maybe just one of the like a regional yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, but uh. So yeah, Ron's upset because he got this penny saver newspaper sent to him, but addressed at his wife's house. So he, he's like, how? And he's only been there a month. So he wants Tom to help him uh, solve this problem. And Tom's, you know, playing on the phone. So he's not, he's against having privacy pretty much. So he says, uh, we need Donna's help for this one. Donna had a, more speaking roles in this one, uh, even though she was still a part of Plot C. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but uh, I love Donna's yeah, Don- online uh, personality. I guess that we get we get a little <laughs> glimpse of. Tweet. Yeah, she's always live tweeting. She I uh, she was on Vine. She was vining Ron vining later. Mm-hmm. Ron accidentally yeah. vining, of course. Uh, and what was the other thing? She was streaming something else too through another through Streamyard, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know what Streamyard. Mm-hmm. Yes, she's very um, active yeah. in the social media. Very much on the grid. That's where she gets 40% of her jump-offs. Yeah. Isn't, like, Retta also a pretty big presence on social media? Yeah. She is. Just don't ask her to treat yourself. Wow. Or reference that. She just doesn't like it. She says that's well, the most... Well, she's probably over it. Yeah, it's the most common yeah. thing people yell at her. And she's so like, she's, cool. Yeah. She's like, yep. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Well, that's what happens yeah. when you get... And when it's kind of like famous, a famous yeah. line. That, that's what brought you your uh, notoriety. It's like Sir Mix-a-Lot. 
I was watching one of those VH1, uh, you know, where they like interview a bunch of old people on one hit wonders. And uh, Alison Becker is usually on that. Uh, Shauna Mulway Tweep. She's usually on these VH1 things. Oh, really? Like commenting on. Yeah, she's, she's, I feel like that's where I, she's heavy in the VH1 world. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they still do this. I haven't watched VH1 in a hot minute, but I remember watching one and they interviewed uh, Sir Mix a lot about, well, yeah, I guess they, I guess they did have a line or two from him at least. And he basically said something along the lines of like, yeah, I know that I'm a one hit wonder, but that song's still making me a lot of money. So, I'll gladly <laughs> perform it. Like wherever you want me to play, I'm in. Oh, that's the opposite. <laughs> Give me that money. Yeah, kind of mentality than I thought you were gonna say. No, I loved it because I feel like a lot of times it. people say the like a lot of, yeah. but maybe that's when they have more songs. We've got like, a deeper catalog, guys. Yeah, but he's like, no, nah, I'm and this the sweet, song. sweet Let's royalties. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so <laughs> <laughs> Donna's live tweeting. So Ron's like just tells Tom like. Let me know when she gets back. And Tom's like, "Well, she's gonna, she's gonna be here because she's live tweeting. And she's gonna walk in in three, two, one." And Donna walks in the office. They're like, "Hey!" And uh, and then Ron tells his situation, and uh, Ron wants to get off the grid. And f- at first, Tom and Donna are like, "No, like you want to live on the grid. It's the best on the grid." And they start chanting, "Grid, grid, grid, grid." And but Ron tells them, "Like." Um, if you uh, if you help me get off the grid, then I'll let you go home early. And so they start chanting, no grid, no grid, no grid. Uh, I also thought, why is Tom at the office? Did, did he get his job back? Why is he there? Is he New Jerry? I, I don't I thought he had his own business. I think he still works there. I don't think he ever quit. I th- oh, okay. But I do think he turned in his two weeks notice. Yeah, what the heck, Tom? Maybe they just like yeah. wrote him back in. Maybe off screen, <laughs> whenever his business wasn't doing so good, they offered it back. Yeah, you're right. He did turn in his two weeks' notice, like several episodes back. Right. Uh, good question. Plot B. Andy if, wasn't in this episode at all. Yeah, he is. He's filming. He he's probably filming Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, he's in Europe. Oh, he's in, he's in London for three months. I forgot. Filming Guardians of the Galaxy slash working with <laughs> Lord Covington, who, Peter Serafinowicz, the actor, was also in Guardians of the Galaxy. No. Mm-hmm. Who? I don't remember his name. I just know he's in the movie. As what? <laughs> That's why they met up together. It would be a fun yeah. little... Yeah. They're flying helicopters whilst flying through... Space? Space. Groot. Who is he? He's not Groot. I believe he is. Oh, okay. Well, no, he's not. Okay. He's certainly not. Okay, Joey he's is a, Vin, a huge liar. Vin Diesel's group. Ant-Man. Is he really? Yes. That's something. so... Garth and Saul. Unnecessary, but that's funny. That Vin Diesel's group? Yeah. Dom is group. That's Peter Serafinowicz. Supernova. Dom. Show me. what. Oh, who? We need a picture. Supernova. Why are you looking it up on... He's going to be Nova? We need a photo. But Nova's a lady. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Or isn't Nova a lady? No. Nova's a dude. Oh, I don't know who this... Oh, so he just looks the same? Let's see. Oh, yeah, plot B, because that was plot C. Plot C. This is plot... I can't say plots. Plop? That's Um, okay. I can't say Schrobarskis. (laughs) Well, I think that's a lot easier. (laughs) And... I got really close to the microphone that one. I apologize. And 
in April for some reason are hanging out. Um, April yeah, that, is was, a- that was not explained at yeah. all of like why they need. I think they just needed to busy Anne during this episode and April had to get over there. And maybe April doesn't drive because I feel like she often has people driving her places. Maybe she oh, maybe she doesn't know how to drive. Uh, April and Anne are going to Bloomington. April is supposed to go there for uh, veterinary school. And so there's an orientation. And Anne wants to go there because uh, they have some baby products that Pawnee doesn't have because Bloomington is a bigger city with more stuff. And all the bibs and Pawnee have Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s face on it. And Ew. the only baby store in Pawnee is attached to a chemical plant. Yeah. <laughs> so. so and and it's not going there. But uh so they go to Bloomington, uh, they get dropped off. Well, not dropped off. Anne's acting like <laughs> April's mom. Uh but so April Anne introduces April to the orientation leader who's super cheery, you know. Oh, y'all remember y'all's first day of college and having mm-hmm. to deal with that um and you're just wide-eyed wondering what's going on my people um, were pretty chill they were touring us i can't remember chill. if it was they're pretty I, chill i don't think it was miami but one of the tours i went on the woman giving it was walking backwards and mm. fell down a few stairs Ooh. and then got so mad at us for not telling her that there were stairs there and i think we're all were just kind of like didn't you just look back like two seconds earlier and see that there were stairs there? I don't know. She probably was just super embarrassed. Oh, for sure. We did like a scavenger hunt thing. Well, we I guess there was like a separate tour, but then we like split up. And I think there were two tour guides with our group or whatever. And we did a scavenger hunt thing. Like we had to do these different challenges. I had to jump in a pool and do a handstand for a certain amount of seconds. What? Why? It was just part of the, tra- it was like part of the scavenger hunt. They were like, there was a couple different options. It was like either one person can jump in and swim like 50. Were you just in regular clothes? Yes. So the challenge was like either one person could jump in and swim like 50 yards or something or uh, two. Pe- there was like three different options. You could do that or it could be two people could do one thing or three people could do another thing. So me and this other guy, we just jumped in and did t- uh, handstands for a certain number of seconds and then got out. And that was like, okay, check. You got this check. I don't remember like this is the only part of the scavenger hunt I remember. I mean, I remember walking to other places, but I don't remember the other challenges in particular. Dripping wet. Yeah. So I had like two, I had two tank tops on. So I just took one off. And then when I got out, I just switched them. So I had the dry one on and the wet one off. And I think I took my shoes off. But yeah, my pants were, well, I was wearing shorts, but they were wet. Who puts people through it? Like, yeah, that's wild. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was a voluntary. It wasn't like they were like, everyone has to get in the water, but no one else was going. So I was like, I, I don't care. I'll do a handstand. This is at St. Ed's? Yeah. We're going to knock on their door for some hazing. Uh. <laughs> it was all optional. One college uh. <laughs> tour. Sorry to continue to derail you, Sean, but there was one college tour I was at where it was very comical. It was almost like a like an Abbott and Costello type of act between these two students. And uh, there was one uh, woman who was kind of, she was kind of more of the straight, you know, the straight uh, side of it. And then the guy was like a more of a dork and more of the physical comedy. But there was one part where she was standing outside the dorm talking about the different dorms on campus. And 
from like while we're chatting from the outside he was able to get into i guess his dorm or his friend's dorm was facing where we were standing so he was able to get into that dorm and then like came back holding something and all the kids are just like oh that's so funny he just like scaled three stories and got in here and all the parents are just like like there's no security whatsoever here Hmm. he just easily got in that dorm and i i i mean i enjoyed it i was it was a visit for my sister so i was like 16 i thought that was pretty the pinnacle yeah yeah i was was like man windows that open the building next to my build our windows did open too in in my first dorm the building next to ours did have like a broken door that wouldn't it wouldn't quite shut all the way unless you like forced it shut. So and it used to shut like by itself. And so then people it would often be kind of open. So if you like pulled on it, you could get in there. But it wasn't noticeable. So you kind of had to know that that was a thing. But I knew that because I had a couple friends that lived in there. Um, and one time we got locked out and we were like, is it open? Sweet. It is. But uh, that was definitely a safety concern. But again, you couldn't really you couldn't tell. From the outside. I guess if you pulled on it hard enough, you could tell. I don't know. I'm sure they fixed it. While Anne is out shopping for baby stuff, she looks through the window and sees April eating ice cream, not at orientation. Uh, she like she goes over like, April, what are you doing here? Are you supposed to be at orientation? She's like, yeah, it's boring. So I left. And it's like, what? Like, this is your dream uh, to get into school. And you just left. Um... We're going there, right back there, right now. And so April turns around and they start walking out the door and she's uh, screaming, like, don't touch me, stranger, at Anne. Just making it all awkward. Um, when they go back, uh, I guess they, Anne had agreed to serve as April's grandmother. That would be the only way that April would stay at the orientation. So April's calling Anne, like, Mima and, like, yelling in her ear because she can't hear. Because she's old and she's 65 years old. She's old and she's 65 years old. Oh, man. Um, uh, yeah, my sister was talking about the movie Tomorrowland because she, I think she saw it, but she was like, I don't remember anything about it. And she was, and I told her that I, we were just talking about it. And then she was like, it has that old guy in it. And I just started laughing. I was like, mm-hmm. George Clooney. He is old, though. I know he is, but it's just like, he's not ancient but also like 10 years ago he was like sexiest man alive on whatever magazine that does that so it's just funny because and also he's like a very famous actor and she's just like oh that old man oh and doesn't know his name that old man who's in every movie in like the mid 2000s how old do you think george clooney is right now 63 sean what's your Uh, guess this is to win trivia for the season no just kidding late 50s Sean is correct. I mean, He's I was gonna 59. guess fifty-nine, but then Joey made it seem like he was older. Oh, so that's pretty good. He could be like he's, you know, he could be a grandparent. Is he a grandparent? But he's not. Ooh, we don't need to go there. We don't know. Need to know his whole life. It was just really funny because I was like, yes, that <sighs> old man. That unidentifiable old He was ranked man. as number one on its 50 sexiest stars of all time list in 2005. Mm-hmm. When he was 44. There you go, dude. Anyways, George Clooney. Uh, so they're going through orientation, and once it ends, uh, Anna's like, wasn't it so great? And April's like, yeah, I'm not going here. 
And Anne's like, what? Why? We're not just going to give up. She's like, oh, I don't like it. So she just leaves. And so they leave. So they're on the road trip back. And I guess Anne had a backup CD because on the way there, uh, Anne had a road trip playlist that April threw out the window before they even listened to it. Uh, but Anne's asking April, like, um, well, what is it? How do you know that you're not going to like it? She says, I, I just have a gut feeling. Um, Anne's like, do you talk to your gut? And April's like, no, you just listen to it. And so April's like, hmm. And so you can see the wheels in her head are turning. And by the end of the episode, she goes and sees Chris Traeger, who calls Anne Traveling Anne when he sees her. Traveling <laughs> Anne Perkins. I think so. Uh, um, and so her new gut feeling is that she wants to move to Bloomington. She wants to raise the child in Bloomington. Because they have so much more to offer uh, than Pawnee does. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, the main plot of our story is Leslie, of course. Uh, the um, Eagleton is having budget trouble. So they hired Chris and Ben. So that's when we get the the Dr. Buttons or whatever the calculator name was. <laughs> And so they're back to auditing budgets, just like their original role when they popped up on the show. They're super ha- super happy to be back together as a team to go audit Eagleton. And Leslie was just in the room, so of course she gets to go because she get to hurt. She gets to, she got to hear everything, and this will help her further make fun of Eagleton to raise her poll numbers in Pawnee. So they go, they meet with uh, Kristen Bell's crew all the budget crew, and they don't like to say the word money, and it doesn't really make sense because they're at a budget meeting, and they just have boxes of uh, files that have years on them. They're so fancy, Uh, these boxes. (laughs) They're like little Um, trunks instead of filing cabinets. And Leslie, you know, kind of going back and forth. When she has a no, she has a PowerPoint. No, that's later. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's a great PowerPoint. Um, So... Ben and uh, Chris go through their financials and realize that Eagleton is about to go bankrupt. Um, they paid for everyone. You didn't answer asking any of this in trivia. They paid yeah. for everybody in the town to have HBO. Uh, <laughs> it's not television. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty good joke. Because Ben or Chris, one of them asked Chris and Bell, like, hey, you paid for everybody to have a television vision subscription and then it like zooms in on Kristen Bell she says it's not television but they didn't say it's HBO so it's kind of disappointing maybe they couldn't say the whole thing you're you're supposed to fill in the blanks via yelling it at your TV okay um they they did but they filled up a whole pool full of water bottle water um for full body hydration yeah oh my goodness they did something else. I can't remember. But they spend an exorbitant amount of money on stuff they didn't need to. So they're going broke. Um, and so Leslie, Ben, and Chris. Well, Leslie's stoked about it. It's the oh, yeah, greatest she's news she's ever heard. Oh, yeah. When Ben said they're about to go bankrupt, she starts making out with him. Uh, it's the sexiest so thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> He's all offended. That's the sexiest thing I've ever said. <laughs> um, and so they have a second meeting where Leslie has a PowerPoint. They have a presentation on how they can fix everything. But it's just Leslie's PowerPoint and just 
them her telling how much uh Eagleton sucks. And so it's not helpful at all. And so, you know, Kristen Bell and her crew, they get upset. You know, like they're like, this isn't helpful and they start to leave. And Leslie's like, you will never get any help from any of us. And Ben and Chris are looking around because they, you know, they could tell Leslie was kind of taking this too far. Yeah. And they wanted to help. Especially because so, the Eagleton crew was not being, they were being pretty cooperative and they were legitimately trying to have help and ask questions. And Leslie did propose some sort of loan that would be repaid with like a crazy amount of interest and all this. $50,000 like, loan with 25% interest paid monthly. Yeah. Compounded monthly or paid monthly? I don't know. Maybe compounded monthly. Yeah. yeah. It was intense. Um, so it's like not very helpful. And she was just being super rude. And then she was talking for all of them. Yeah. And so there's a, another meeting uh, that uh, I guess Leslie and Ben were supposed to get dinner. Mm. But Ben's like, oh, um, can you give me another hour? Chris and I are still crunching some numbers. And then Kristen Bell and her crew again walks in. And Leslie's all mad because she just wanted to be mean to uh, Eagleton. She's like, how dare you uh, help? We said we weren't going to help Eagleton. And Vince's like, no, you said <laughs> you weren't going to help Eagleton. They're really in trouble. They need help. Uh, and so Leslie's upset with Ben for wanting to help Eagleton. And they don't go to dinner. So, they, so I guess Ben works all night with uh, Chris and Kristen Bell to try to come up with a solution for their financial troubles. Uh, when he's done, he meets up with Leslie at the basketball game that was mentioned at the beginning in this basketball game. All right. So that, <laughs> <laughs> and I yelled at the TV, um, this basketball game, everybody in Eagle tennis, blonde hair, blue eye. And now everybody on their basketball team is black, including <laughs> Chris Bosch, who was apparently on the high school that, that Chris who was Bosch, 29 who was at, years old when this was being filmed. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> playing for but the Miami Heat. Had just won his second championship with the Miami Heat. Like, come on. Like, what is he doing? And it was a great cameo. But, like, <laughs> so, so they didn't. <laughs> so the, the way they, they, they filmed it, it was pretty good. And so they're in the crowd. You see Leslie in the crowd with this T-shirt, like, hating on Eagleton. But then they zoom in on the tip-off. And it's just a really short guy and a really tall black dude just not jumping to win the tip. And it's really quick, but he's like, I'm like, is that Chris Bosch? <laughs> <laughs> and so they go from Leslie to the back and forth between Leslie and the basketball game, and you finally get to see it. And like, yes, it's Chris Bosch. It's, it's, he's not playing himself. Uh, his last name is Roberts. Um, and he's just dunking on everybody. And... <laughs> And Ben comes to show, sit next to Leslie, and ben, Leslie's like, oh, I'm surprised you're here. I'm surprised you're not sitting on the Eagleton side. Like, no, Leslie, I always have your back. I'm always on your team. But they needed help. We need to help them. It's like, well, I, their, their basketball team isn't helping us because they're up by 50, and they're still dunking. And then uh, and supposedly they're high school players. And then you see Chris Bosh dunk on somebody and then push him to the ground and says, um, what I'm better at you, we have friendship one into, and then runs away and <laughs> gets that crowd hype. I'm like, what is going on here? Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, Eagleton's gonna win that basketball game because uh, they have an NBA player on their side. But then, 
But then a uh, a separate, not Chris Bosh, because that would have been quite the uh, liability if he got hurt. One of the Eagleton players gets hurt, and the Pawnee players carry him off. And it's, so, and that visual, you know, help Leslie turn uh, making about face as far as being mean to Eagleton. She's like, "All right, you're right. Um, I, we need to help Eagleton because they're helping. They they need some help. They're in need. Uh, we would want them to help us if we were hurt." And so the next day they have a press conference. Uh, they had worked on something all night to help them get out of debt. And their plan that Leslie announces to both Pawnee and Eagleton, because somehow they got them in the same room, was that Pawnee was going to absorb Eagleton into their town. So the town of Eagleton will no longer exist. They will be back in Pawnee as it originally was. I don't really understand how that solution was gonna gonna solve the issues but i, I guess pawnee pawnee takes on their debt but they have the money to pay for it um, right and, and then but, but then what's get, the benefit i guess they get all those egotonians they get all that land and all that yeah people, prop, property tax I don't and know. i guess their <laughs> their government now is the government for both maybe right i don't yeah. know they they I yeah. was a little confused. I was like, I don't know if that's the only solution or the best solution. Because it just seemed like they were just like, yeah, we're going to absorb Eagleton and we're also going to absorb their debt. And then we're also, we're going to do the work over there. So it's just like, okay, well, what's Eagleton going to do? Because Eagleton doesn't have any more ownership. Yeah. They're, no, they're no longer Eagleton. I guess they can't do, they can't create separation like with the fence episode and they can't do mm-hmm. a lot. You know, maybe. Pawnee gets all those nice Eagleton parks. Yeah, sharing resources, so I don't know. This show has nothing to do with Parks and Rec. Man. Anyways. (laughs) Are you just Uh, realizing this now, Sean? Who told me to watch this show? Uh, uh, So many people. Yeah, so many people. Hey, you watch Parks and Rec? Um, So, of course, the people aren't happy. Like, uh, the Pine No one's happy, yeah. uh, They don't want the the, uh, snootiness of Eagleton, Eagleton... Doesn't want the oily genie gene wearing people the Pawnee. But Kristen Bell comes to the events who's uh she's like, Hey, uh the people of Pawnee are angels. They're, you know, greasy angels, but they're angels. And Pawnee people get upset and Leslie's like, No, wait, that's a compliment. We'll take it. Uh but I get, that is the solution for plot A that, you know, Eagleton's gonna be a part of uh Pawnee now. Um as Back to Ron and uh, Tom and Donna. They go around uh, trying to get all rid of all of Ron's uh, identity markers throughout the city. Cuts all his credit cards and even his city ID to get in the parking garage because so, he's just going to take the bus now. He, uh, there's a picture of him at JJ's. So to go to JJ's, it's sort of like the Pluckers thing when you eat so many wings. Well, he ate 51 eggs and... They put a picture on the wall, and Ron told him not to have anything, any of his information. So on the picture, it just says, man, 51 eggs. <laughs> uh, that's too like, much yeah. information. <laughs> it was still too much information, so he took the picture down. And then they had to go to all the other restaurants because he's eating a lot of food. Um, at a lot of places. At a lot of places. That's actually but, our quote of the episode. Oh. Oh, okay. He goes, I've eaten a lot of food at a lot of restaurants. Why is everyone else so bad at eating? 
Oh, yeah. And then uh, we don't see that, but it takes. It seems like it takes them quite some time to go through all that. Because then the next time we catch up with them, I think it's just Ron, right? At the uh, the like RV place? Yeah. Just Ron, and he's trying to buy an RV, so he no longer has an address, but uh, the uh, person selling him the RV uh, like needs an address for insurance information, and Ron's like, I'll just give you this gold. You don't need my information. So while he's there, uh, Diane comes up like, Ron, I've been trying to find you. I've had a flat tire. Uh, how come I'm not able to reach you? And Ron's just telling him, I'm trying to get off the grid. She's like, no, you're a husband now, and a stepfather? And so you can't be off the grid. And a future and so, father. And a future father. And so uh, he's, he's like, can we just move into the mountains? She's like, that can't be your solution for everything. Um, I guess there are some tunnels that he knows about or something like that. <laughs> and so, yeah, something like that. So they, they leave. And How uh, did she find him there? Maybe Tom or Donna knew that he was going there, but she just shows up real out yeah. of the blue. <laughs> I've been looking for you all day. Yeah, maybe she follows them on uh, on their social media. <laughs> oh yeah, because it ended up. Oh, I skipped this part because uh, they thought they got rid of everything, but um, this whole time Tom has been taking pictures of Ron and putting them on his Facebook. Um, and because he says, "Hey, John Raphael likes your shirt," and like, how does John Raphael know what shirt I'm wearing? And so <laughs> he shows them his iPad with the with all the pictures. So Ron takes the iPad. I thought he was about to break it. I did too. But, you know, uh, like he's trying to clean off, wipe off his shirt off the screen. Um, Erasing it. And then, but then he accidentally creates a vine of himself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so he runs away. And then Donna and uh, Donna and Tom take a picture of them with the screen uh, mimicking Ron. And so Ron's back all over the place, over, all over the socials, even though he tried so hard to get rid of everything. But uh, they come to, I guess they come to a compromise. Ron buys a. <laughs> A cell phone that is straight out of the '90s cell phone. It's like a uh, a brick. It has an antenna. It has buttons. Which it Tom looks like just an old house understand. phone. Yeah, like it's <laughs> it very a belt tall. Clip. <laughs> There's a belt clip for the phone. Uh, Tom just can't understand that either. Uh, the only people that had the number is Donna and uh, no, not Donna. It's Diane and Diane's kids. Uh, and so he will be. Uh, hard to find, except for when his family needs him. And I believe I covered everything in the episode. I think he just did great. You did, Sean, but... But... Did, did you notice? Oh, did you notice? It's actually like, Wait, how does this go again? It's actually a couple of I did just... you notices. Uh, you don't really have to do anything. This is just more fun little trivia fun. about the episode or perhaps something that was just briefly on screen that you may not have noticed. And it would be too harsh to ask you it in trivia. So we're just going to tell you. Fun stuff. Fun stuff about the episode. There's two of them here. In one of them, the Eagleton building that Ben, Leslie, and Chris go to is actually the town hall of Las Vegas. Oh. Or I guess it would be a city hall in Las Vegas because it's a city instead of a town. But you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that's the fun. actual city hall. And then a little bit of a goof here. Tom sends Donna a Snapchat 
And Donna is using a Windows phone, though, and a Windows phone never had a Snapchat app. And ain't no Snapchat website that you can be accessing your stuff from. So they, they gave the game away, I man. did not notice that. They did. Also, Tom is using a Windows tablet when Ron records his Vine, and guess what? No Vine Desktop Windows. Windows never had a Vine app. How you could know what kind of tablet that is? And now was. no one really has a Vine app. Because yeah. Vine doesn't exist. And now it's TikTok. And now it's being banned from mm-hmm. American phones because it's Chinese spyware. And this is not on the same track. It's a slightly different. It's a, you know, it's a little bit of a detour from that track. But Tom essentially was just like Facebook living before it was a thing. So that's fun. Facebook live. But to answer your question, I noticed none of those things. I didn't well, notice. Well, that's why we have the episode or the bit, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> For the sole purpose of this is why we have the episode. Did you yes. Notice? Did you notice? <laughs> Still working out the theme song for it, but I like it. Um, hold on. I got to I got to text from work too. Um Ooh. Was it a sex? Ah, from work? Hey, you never know. No, there. No. No, um, Joey. No. There's still a voting site right now, right? Yeah. So my, so I guess this can be an, an episode because that's to deal with Parks and Rec. So my site, my uh, recreation center, um, is a voting site right now. Right now we have the uh, Democratic Party primary runoffs going on. And um, and so my rec center we're co- closed. Co- we're closed because of COVID, but we're open up just for voting. And so voting is from seven to seven. However, um, my employee I schedule them till eight. It's almost seven thirty, and my uh, employee just said, "Hey." Um, are we supposed to let people in after eight? Because there's a line all the way to the skate park. Dang. Um, the skate park is across the parking lot. So that means there's a long line to get in to vote. I'm about to tell them, like, hey, you can't. If they're in line by seven o'clock, you can't tell them to leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's on. And they're not. They're just there having the building open. They're not. Uh, they're not managing the election. That's Travis County doing the election right. stuff. And so they're just there waiting for people to leave. And. Th- all the election folks so then they can close and lock the doors set the alarm all that good stuff it's so I, I need to respond to him like no i need one of y'all to stay <laughs> until they're all done so we can set the alarm and all that good stuff um anyways i drove past uh, uh, today i had to run a couple errands and we drove past two different polling sites that had lines wrapping like way down the block or around the block Whoa. Everyone wait until that last day of early voting. Yeah. Yeah. And you can vote. They might as well vote on Tuesday. Well, I'm shocked that we've gotten this because uh, there's been a line all day. Um, but it was primary runoffs. Like it wasn't expected to be a lot of voters. But I guess with the current climate of our country. Yeah, people are trying to be active. Politically, I was like, all right, it's time. You got to vote locally and you got to vote not just, you know, at the presidential, like, which is great. I voted today, too. But I live in Williamson County, and so um, not as popular as Travis. Oh. Um, 
Well, Sean, you're going to have to do a little voting of your own here because it's your turn for top five. I'll be caught up in that. Top five. All right. So Tom and Donna are except with social media uh, websites and uh, apps of the sort. So I'm going to give my top five social media outlets that I've used in my life. Number five. Number five will be a throwback to high school and Zanga. <laughs> uh, my Zanga. Uh, I loved it. I had it personalized. I had uh, 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 rap models in the background, very scantily clad. Um, I was writing. Uh, so Zanga, for those who don't remember, it was like a journal, kind of a journaly uh, social media. You could just go in there and write how you feel. Maybe have some music. Oh, could you have music? I can't remember. Yeah, you could have music. Um, and you could have, you can make a page and, you know, making your own web page back in the day was pretty, was pretty slick. So um, back in the early to mid 2000s, um, I'm old. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was on there all the time. You try you get as many friends as you want and they would friend you. And then you would write something like super emo or mysterious to, so that people would <laughs> reply and be like, oh, what's wrong? Or something <laughs> like that. Similar to what you do on AIM. Like if you had an AIM and you needed to have like a, you wanted people to ask what's wrong, you'd leave like a, a, a mysterious away message. And then so people would be like, oh, nah, nah, nah. and so, yeah, that's just to garner attention. Uh, similar to what people do on Facebook when they just post some status about how sad they are, but they don't say <laughs> what's making them With sad. With no context, so just, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh. Sucks when people so, don't yeah. respect you. And you're like, cool, bro. <laughs> I'm, glad you you, totally uh, that, I'm glad you explained what it was, Sean, because I had never heard of this app that you were talking Sean, about. Sean, did you have a live journal as well? I did not have a live that journal. That was the, the warring faction. Is that I feel one like customizable it was live to the way that he was talking about? You yeah, could, I had oh, a live okay. journal. I've heard of live journal, but I never had one. But yeah, you're spot on. You could make a little avatar as well. On, mm. I believe you could do that on Zanga too. Um, for sure on live journal. I had uh, Baby Mario riding a Yoshi was my avatar. You could do it on a Wii as great. well. Yes, and on a Wii as well. Make an avatar. But yeah, Zanga, that's a great throwback. <laughs> Love were the uh, scantily clad rap models from a video or did you just find uh, a I, nice stock I, image online i found the uh model's names and then, and then i uh, googled that image <laughs> and i was like this will be it this will be great <laughs> nice okay number four number four is myspace uh i did have a myspace once i got i think after I graduated high school, going into college, I had a MySpace. Um, MySpace was difficult because it was harder to design your page, but you could do more. Um, I, the most controversial thing was the uh, top eight. You had to choose mm -hmm. eight friends to be in your top eight friends. Keep Ooh. Tom in there. Really pissed people off. <laughs> <laughs> I did not keep Tom in there. Um, but I would put, you know, I don't. I remember you had to put the girlfriend in there or else there was going to be problems. Yeah. Like, had to be number one. Uh, and then had some friends from high school and some friends from college, had a good mix. Uh, but also had, you know, a good playlist on MySpace. The thing about MySpace, because I, I remember when I got tired of it was when 
the summer after freshman year of college, um, I was taking uh, I was taking uh, summer classes at Eastfield Community College, which is the community college in Mesquite. And they had a library, went to the library. Everybody in the library is on the computers, not researching stuff like I was trying to, but they're on MySpace. And the computers have speakers. So when you go to somebody's page, <laughs> the music automatically starts playing. And so you just hear just like random bouts of music just shouting up anywhere mm. from the computers, from people logging on to different MySpaces pages. And I was like, you know what? This might not be for me. <laughs> um, I was starting to friend people from high school that I wasn't friends with. And I was mm. kind of over it. And now we do that regularly on Facebook. I don't. Yeah. Well, I get yeah, I guess less so now, but for a while. If I don't know you, I don't friend you. And even if I do kind of know you, I sometimes don't friend you. And then sometimes I'll just go back and delete you later. Like, I really don't like having friends on there. I only want to have people that I want to talk to or I care about or I truly liked from wherever I met them. And sometimes I'll go back and I'm like, I don't know who this person is. Goodbye. What are your thoughts on people announcing that they're purging their friends list? Yeah, I feel oh, like I don't that's, like, it. that's just it, as it, bad it, as the vague... I'm sad today. It's time to get stop. It's time to start getting rid of friends. And then the after announcement, like, oh, if you can see this message, then I guess you were good enough. Or yeah, and then all the comments never. are just like, oh, thank goodness I made the cut. That's so stupid. Yeah. You can cut me. <laughs> I've never seen anyone. I don't like. I don't super like social media, so I don't know. I'm, Haley is the Ron of our group. I'm yes. I'm very much the Ron of our group. If I didn't post for work i would probably not even ever check any social media so that's certainly me. don't promote this I did show have that a myspace much. though you did and did i you, did like the music did you regularly I, change the song you had featured um i don't think i changed yes. my song very <laughs> often but i really liked to learn new songs from other people's where i was like oh i never would have heard this song otherwise I did appreciate on MySpace, there are a handful of songs that I legitimately have never found yeah. anywhere else that were on MySpace that are like demos from artists or were well, just like, I, I don't know how I found it. It was like an unauthorized page. And they were like, yeah, you can download these songs. There was a random Young Jock song that I've literally never found. I've Googled it. It's like the Sinbad movie that mm-hmm. it apparently never existed, even though I have it on my iPod from... <laughs> all those years ago and listen to it yeah and it's just there's so many I did, random songs it was great i did download some songs from myspace i do remember doing well that. i had a concert rotation of hot boys blink 182 and mike jones as your songs <laughs> i can't even remember <laughs> yeah. what i had on there i wish you had a medley of all three cause that would have been great. <laughs> yeah but um, it kind of like evolved into just a music platform after a while too. Like a lot of musicians would use it for shows and stuff, and a yeah, lot of new artists. Yeah, relaunched as a music focused, centric mm-hmm. thing. Timberlake tried to bring it back. I don't know if it. I don't know if it really still exists. I don't know. Did the top eight expand at one point, or did I make you that could up? change it? I believe it's so like I, a top sixteen, right? It. Well, I think you could also lower it. Like I think you could have like a top four exclusivity, maybe. Or something like that. Top four is just my other four profiles to make it look I like think, I have more friends. Um, I think I had less than eight on mine for a while because I only like four people. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just constantly rotating out the last two. Yeah. You're like, all right, who are my friends with this week? Brutal. Number three. Number three is Snapchat. Uh, 
Snapchat was cool when it came out. I don't really use it as much anymore, but when it first came out... Just when Sean's craving get... some dick pics. <laughs> exactly. And I didn't get any. Damn it. Ah. Well, it's now illegal in Texas to unsolicit them. To, to unsolicit? To, to send them unsolicited. That's Should have always way. been. Oh, I know. But now it's now it actually... Wait, you, Although you Sean, Sean does have it as part of his... He says his dick, status dick is dick, yeah please. yeah he's well he just says they're welcome yeah wait it's illegal to send dick pics on Snapchat no unsolicited ones so they have to ask for it it, yeah. it doesn't have to be Snapchat it's any kind of yes sending guys of, consent is important yeah. and this is no I mean like, just in, <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> I thought that's what Snapchat I thought Snapchat was consent. Like, oh like, yeah, like Sean's I have a profile, like, so I'm consenting. Sean's like unrelated question. Is there a way to unsend a message? <laughs> yeah. No, Sean, I wasn't blaming you. I'm just telling everyone out there that consent is important. That's kind of cool yeah, so that they're doing that. They're doing that. I mean, I don't know like how that's. It's the be state upheld. of Texas. It's a law in Texas. Good job, Texas. Yeah, not just once for Snapchat. In your life, I know, you got for your once shit doing together. something right. I, I'm learning so much right now, um, but Snapchat. It was cool to send a message and knowing that it would be deleted. Uh, so if you ever want to send out that. <laughs> yeah, that, but then people I love screenshot you. it. <laughs> what? No, I didn't send that. You can save stuff. Yeah. Uh, but like, if you want to, you know, I'm not saying to, to be like dirty or anything, but like exchanging text with somebody that fills up your storage on your phone. Right. And so, but you could do Snapchat. So it just, you know, it doesn't need to be saved. Sean, would, Sean would send dirty pics via a plate that had a bunch of like leftover <laughs> food on it. Uh, anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't use Snapchat anymore uh, because my number one, which I'm not to yet, is pre- pretty much taken over for that, but we'll get there when we get there. Oh, I, no. I can't wait. Number two. Number two is Facebook, but it is uh, falling fast uh, from number one. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> we'll check um, back in next week. <laughs> might not even be on his top eight by next time. Um, Facebook has been, I've been with the longest, I guess. Uh, I remember hearing about it before I graduated high school. Like, hey, um, back then it was only, you could only get it if you had a college email. And so it's kind of kind of like in a, a rite of passage. I got a college email, got accepted UT. I get to be friends with uh, UT people. So you go into the face the Facebook, which was called, and you would go in and find other people at UT and you friend them. I don't know if you could write on their wall, but you didn't have a status yet, and you could put up some pictures. But that was about it. You just put your information, like, "Hey, I'm living at Jester," or at this dorm and I'm a freshman and I'm studying this um, and this is my birthday. And you set it uh, in it, iambic pentameter like that. <laughs> <laughs> pentameter. I haven't heard that word in a long time. I don't think that's the correct uh, usage of it, but it makes me laugh. It's a fun um, word. Fun two words. Right? Uh, then it kind of evolved to where you could friend people outside of college. Like the bachelor. And then at it, st- it started getting out of hand. You did start getting out of hand. It started getting out. Well, I remember when the status uh, updates went from 
Sean Hill is yes. to just <laughs> to, so you would say what you were doing at the time, yeah. but now you could just say whatever. Yeah. Sean Hill is <laughs> wanking, and now he'd just say, "I am wanking." Well, because before that's kind of like all it was was status updates. It wasn't like anything else. Yeah, yeah, I remember that too. Sean Hill is sad, it, no reason, <laughs> and then everyone. It also became the the primary way to wish people happy birthday because I had no clue when people's true, birthdays true, were, but true. Facebook I mean, would tell me. Still, still for a lot of people, that's pretty accurate. Do you remember when <laughs> um, they added, so they had relationship status like relatively early, um, but remember when yes. they extended relationship statuses? Because they used to just have yes. like single, married, in a relationship, and maybe like one other and- thing. And it's complicated. Now, and a lot of people would say it's complicated. Yeah, but then they even added more. Then so when now, it went to someone was it's complicated and then went to single. <laughs> right. Yeah. Ooh. But yeah. now they have like variations of that where it's like married, but it's complicated or like this, but it's complicated. Open to see what happens. And then now recently, you know, in the last like, I don't know, year or two years where they added, they extended from just liking. I mean, that's probably been a while. Where they added... Oh, I remember poking. Oh, poking sucked. There was a whole... I was part of a poke army. There was a group that was a a poke army where if someone was being annoying or like had been a dick or something, you'd you'd coordinate with this army. You'd say, hey, this person's so rude to me. Like they knocked my binder out of my hands. And then everyone would coordinate a time because you'd get individual notifications yeah. every time you got poked and you'd have to close out of each one individually. I just didn't and understand so it's like what the 40 people was. poking this person all at once. It was the dumbest thing, but I coordinated an attack one time nice. and my friend was being Watch. real annoying. And I, I was like, Hey, this guy's been super annoying. <laughs> Let's Let get it. Like I remember, and people were so excited. Getting, I got poked <laughs> from, from a girl. Oh my God. Yeah. A girl pokes me from class. I'm like, ooh, does she like me? No, no, she was just bored. She might have liked you. She just hit, hit it by accident. That's the other thing, too. It was <laughs> like, it's so hard to know because what what does poking mean? And how do you interpret it? And how do I interpret it? And who knows? Sean yeah, just that replies was back with the okay sign. Oh, and all the games that everyone used to play. Like, I really liked playing Tetris on Facebook because it worked really well, like where some Tetrises don't work as well, right? Um, but there were so many games that you could play on yeah. Facebook, and then they would be like, share with all your friends. And so then you'd get like a thousand oh, invites to worst. play all the games. Yeah. Yes. And then you were like, oh, well, I can turn off Facebook all my memories. notifications. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. So that's yeah, kind of started going downhill. Well, it went downhill with the games because people were playing Farmville all the time and kept sending me requests. And then it was Candy Crush. I'm like, what is happening? I don't want to play any of this. And then they expanded Facebook from not just colleges to everyone. So people's parents started getting on Facebook. We're like, oh no. And so then people could see mm-hmm. your pictures, all your drunk pics that you're taking with all your college friends. Had to wipe that shit out because. Uh, now other people are on Facebook and pe- you had to be 18 to be have a profile, but kids were just lying about their age. So kids had Facebook pages. Well, after that, you didn't uh, have to be 18 because when I had one, uh, maybe I did lie about how old I was, but I don't think so. I don't know. I was in high school when I made mine. <laughs> I just remember like, no, you're in high school. You can't have a Facebook. Uh, my best friend Lisa taught so me how. It's, she created uh, my MySpace fa- page too. <laughs> <laughs> a couple years before that facebook certainly evolved and now it's now it's a big uh Piece it depends of trash. on 
Yeah, I don't use it as much. I've, I got too many friends, and so I, uh, there's too much. <laughs> I don't want to. I'm just too I, popular. <laughs> the only reason why I keep it is because I do get news from it, and I do get uh, event invites on mm-hmm. it. And so the event invites I don't are a big be one. Left out. I also like to see like pictures sometimes, especially and pictures. A, uh, like old ones and things like that. And I still kind of like those vague, sad updates. I don't, really, I don't really look at it. <laughs> Number one! Number one right now, it's owned by Facebook. Uh, it is Instagram. Um, Instagram has become my number one because of the Insta stories that you can do. Facebook has stories now, but Instagram had it before that. Snapchat had it before that, but Instagram is better. Um, <laughs> basically, I, I'm on Instagram all the time. Um, is I have a lot less friends that, that I do on Facebook. So I follow who I want to follow. So I see the pictures who I want to see. I also follow the celebrities uh, so I can see what they're up to um, and also news organizations as well. And so I get the, uh, mostly like ESPN stuff. So I'll follow like Adam Schefter or, or I follow Woj so I can get, as soon as something happens. As soon as a Woj bomb drops. <laughs> I get all the Woj bombs. Like in a, NBA free agency, it's quite a time on Instagram because <laughs> Woj is doing work. Um, but yeah, that's where I give my Hot Take Tuesday rants. Um, I I pretty much just kind of journal my life, but the pictures go away. It's, it's not forever. I could go in the archives and find some stuff, but you know, it's not up there all the time. And it's fun to use. I'm always on it. Sometimes it can get depressing um, because you'll see too much news mm-hmm. and. With the recent events, um, it will leave you leave you pretty upset with all that's going on and people expressing their views. And you're like, why do you have this view? Why do you see the world this way? Um, but yeah, but uh, Instagram is number one right now. We'll see how long it lasts. Uh, I don't know what the next big thing is going to be. I guess TikTok, but I kind of feel like I'm too old for TikTok and I don't like the dance. Yeah, plus... <laughs> As Joey said, it's kind of going away or being banned. Instagram? No, no, TikTok. TikTok. Oh, because they're feeding information to the Chinese? That's some rumor that the conspiracy theorists will say. Joey said it's been proven. Well, Amazon banned employees from having it on their phone. I don't know if it's been proven. I think there's solid... I mean, I haven't really researched that much into it, but yeah, it seems like there's pretty solid evidence, yeah. Yeah, strongly, strongly suggest. I'll watch a TikTok every once in a while, but I never signed up. I agree. I feel like I'm too old for it and not really any interest in it. It kind of reminds me of Vine, which I really didn't do that much anyway. Oh, I thought you liked Vine. I liked Vine, but I didn't use it that much. I I remember the first time I used Vine, I was like, "Mm, I wish this was a normal video editing thing, Mm, but that would be too complicated for Is most TikTok people. Is TikTok not normal video editing? I have no idea. I don't know. I've okay. never edited a video. I don't know either. Between the three of us, we've edited zero videos. On TikTok. And that is your top five. We were caught up in that. Top five. Well, it seems like we're pushing about six hours into this episode. So Dang. we'll do a real quick categories. Cat categories. We had a nice little nostalgic rush there with some of those social media. And so let's oh, do no. another sort of nostalgic rush here with physical magazines. Nope. As okay. Ron subscribes to Reader's Digest and Ebony, but those aren't the only two magazines that have 
physical copies out there. You can do ones that are defunct, but they have to have existed in a physical form okay. or currently exist in a physical form. And I'll start us off with time. National Geographic. People. Zillions. Uh, 17? Is that what it's called? Or is it 16? Sports, Sports Illustrated. Dang, I was going to do that. ESPN the magazine. Uh, the in- Encounter? Encounter? E? I'll go with E. <laughs> uh, Ebony Magazine. <laughs> Reader's Digest. Rude to both to use. The Onion? No? I believe that's newspaper? more of a newspaper. Oh, that's a newspaper? Yeah. Um, a delightful one. Vogue? Nonetheless. Nice. Uh, Jet Magazine. L. Home and Garden. Star. This is a regional one, but Texas Highways, which I have been featured in. Check it out. Esther's wow. Follies and the O'Henry Punoff. Look at Joey. And the Master Pancake one. Tree. Wow. Um, I know there is a woodworking magazine, but I don't know what it's called. So, TV Guide? <laughs> oh, yeah. National Geographic. Oh, that Sean, you took mine. Oh no, that was the first one Haley said. So you didn't take. Mine. Oh shit! I know like two you magazines, and that was one of them. I lose. Oh, damn what's it. the kid one? Sports Illustrated for Sports Kids. Illustrated for kids. No, <laughs> is Mad Magazine something? Mad Magazine is something. Nice. But there's a different yeah. one too that has like a bunch of like puzzle games and stuff in it for kids. Well, Zillions was the kids. one I Maybe said, Mad for which. Kids was very kid focused as well different and like what it isn't like where's waldo in some maybe not maybe that's just books i don't know there's probably another kids one out there either way magazines are great i like them oprah oh the <clears throat> oprah magazine severe money loser in a lot of cases sadly there's <clears throat> got to be also like cooking ones that we didn't know yes good job cooking quarterly Categories. Cat categories. All right, Sean, we're almost out of here. We're going to have to guess what the name of the next episode is. Not the name of it. You're going to have to guess the plot of it because we've done this bit for five seasons now. And apparently, I don't know what you have to do. Sean, you just it. do what you think so you got to do. So name the next episode and then give us 15 seconds on it. Go. Are you going <laughs> to? Wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go, Joey. Name it. Doppelgangers. Go. Doppelgangers. I guess they're gonna. Everybody in the park's main office is gonna find their doppelganger. They're gonna go find them, and they're gonna <laughs> say, "Hey, what are you doing here? You're my doppelganger." And the doppelganger will be like, "No, I'm from a different dimension." That I think you're right, and I think they're also gonna be like, "Hey, what a, what a wonderful park. time!" <laughs> and also. <laughs> oh dang there was another good joke about something that you said hi can i walk you home <laughs> no but i i think you're probably spot on i think that it's a bunch of that rather, spider-man meme of them pointing at each other yes <laughs> rather than another minutes. dimension might it be eagleton and could we consider that another dimension uh, yes okay and yes I mean, I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering. I don't remember this season. Well, and here's why. This is 2013. <laughs> so that was I a was, blackout year. Yeah. 
That was my blackout so, yeah, year in a sense that I was taking 18 hours of classes, interning like 20 hours a week, working like 20 hours a week, and then drinking doing 12 hours a week. Class. I didn't drink that many hours. I didn't drink. Oh. That, I didn't drink until I was like 22. Well, good thing you weren't doing the podcast then. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Who's your doppelganger? Well, actually, no. We'll talk about this next week. Yeah. That'll be a teaser. That'll be great. In the meantime. Send us who our doppelgangers are so you can give us a head start for next week. Send us who your doppelgangers are. I have three of them. Well, we know, Joey's. We've already talked about that before. Oh, my God. You can reach out at parksrectpod at gmail.com or on Twitter or Facebook. Parksrectpod. Very easy. Very simple. Yeah. Very beautiful. Just like you. Parks and Wrecked. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.